shiitake mushrooms it's another episode of the gaming memories podcast i would say you know the drill in which i interview people about their favorite gaming memories growing up which is what i normally do but today we have a very special episode i'm doing my first crossover episode with the geek reloading podcast i will put all the applicable links to their podcast and their socials in this podcast description but we are doing a crossover episode where we both share the same episode we had so much fun recording this part of the geek reloading program is they pit famous characters and franchises against each other in head-to-head sort of friendly debates. And then we make fun of each other and shit on each other and talk about how all of our opinions are wrong. It was an absolute blast. I love shitting on my friends. It's weird. The more I love you, the more I just want to bust your balls. And uh, I say these things in the name of Miyamoto the Father, Kojima the Son, and Carman the Holy Ghost. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Geek Reloading Podcast. I am Adam, and as always, my co-host, Josh. Hello. And we have a special guest today. He is a longtime friend of mine. He is a sexy, talented musician, and he has his own podcast that is an amazing podcast that talks about gaming memories throughout uh, different uh, guest lives. And he is a ridiculously huge, big brain, full of knowledge gamer. His name is Cade, and his podcast is Gaming Memories Podcast. Cade, how are you doing, man? Doing pretty good. Excited to be cool. here. So we are literally so this podcast so far has yet to actually do a podcast in person. That's ah. uh, that's yeah. Cade has done almost all of his in person for the most part because Cade is like on top of it and professional and shit. Not us, though. Not us. No. Nope. Yeah. So uh, usually we do uh, lists, you know, that's kind of been for some reason our weird thing that we kind of just, you know, bled into. Um, but Cade, why don't you tell us exactly what kind of makes your podcasts like super unique, especially compared to most podcasts that are out there that are game related? Yeah, so there's uh, like there was already really big podcasts um, that were gaming like Retronauts is a huge one that goes over like old games, old series, cool stories and development. That's already been covered, done really well. I could never beat that. I'm not a game journalist. I don't have access to all these old interviews. I haven't traveled to Japan. That's on lock. There's a lot of like current events. There's already like, you know, big, big juggernauts like IGN. They have their PlayStation. There's just like all the current events, the new game shit. When it comes to retro game stuff, um, Retronauts was already there. But what I liked was in other podcasts, say I'm listening to like a big podcast like Rogan or something, when video games came up, and I heard like norm—not I shouldn't say normal people. Gamers are normal people too, but like, sort of, <laughs> sort of, maybe. Uh, when I when I heard like video games being discussed on a non-video game podcast, and it was more casual, just like how the average person feels about games, how it integrates with their life, I would always my ears would perk up. Like, ooh, that's cool. And honestly, I just wanted an excuse to get to know people, to have conversations. Like, you get a little lonely in this modern world, and so I'm like, I'm going to start a podcast. <laughs> And I'm just going to ask people about, like, because for me, growing up, gaming was a big deal. And I have all these magical moments and these these watershed moments in these games that impacted me and influenced my music and influenced my personality and my taste and sci-fi and movies and books. It's like a big deal. And, uh, well, that's a good way to get to know someone. Talk to them about, like, what were their magical moments 
if they're into gaming. What were the big games and why? And it's been really interesting to see how different. I mean, there's some common ones. If you were, if people were born like eight between eighty-five and ninety, whereas I was born, there's some definite overlap. Most people have the NES as their first console, and Mario and Duck Hunt is a big deal. If yeah. they're if they're on if they got a Super Nintendo or a Genesis, there's a few big watershed games that most people are going to admit. Halo is a big one. GoldenEye always comes up. You know, there's those are, but usually what I can ask people is like, well, what specific moment in the game? Not just the game, and that will be different for everybody. If it's you know, people, everyone brings up Halo, but someone might say the first time I got in the Scorpion tank and the scale of the levels blew my mind. Someone else might say that very first, that second level where your pod crashes and you get out and you see the ship come down and you just have this realization that these maps are huge. Someone might say a multiplayer story or, or Adam will talk about a fucking skunk. Oh, can I swear, by the way? Are we like, <laughs> oh, yes. dude, yeah. No, okay, please. Yeah. Adam You're will, solid. Adam will talk about a skunk and multi you know a, a, a multi, multiplayer stuff land parties come up a lot so anyway that's the gist of it i bring people on that i think are interesting or that are into gaming maybe they have some other creative thing adams obviously into media and very creative and i talk to him about their the games that impacted them growing up and let that be like the starting point and then sometimes you go off rail and talk about music or politics or drugs or whatever but for the most part it's I, I, I usually I start out with asking what's the first console or the first video game you ever saw and that's like the starting point and then kind of just go through their childhood and uh, we jump around from there I've been guessing the first console pretty accurately I think I'm like five for five the last five episodes um, yeah man you're pretty nice. solid on that you're like wait a minute you're around my age it's got to be this one maybe right and they're like yep it is <laughs> and, if, and if they're a little bit older um I, I got stone age gamer perfect they were both a little bit older than me and i'm like oh and i somehow they said something that inferred that there was different consoles like i somehow knew that they had a different first console but they were both born in like 80 like 78 and like 80 and so I'm like, what are the two biggest consoles pre-NES? Like Coleco and Co Atari? Yeah, Coleco and Atari 2600, and I nailed it. And then nice. uh, there's a kid on, he hasn't been out yet, Barber Who Games. He has like 3,000-something pieces in his collection. He's this giant collector. He was born in 95, and I guessed Game Boy Color because I was like, huh? he, I knew it was a hand. He gave me a hand. He said it was a handheld. And uh, so anyway, if you kind of know like the big consoles and you can – and when they were born, it's actually pretty easy. But I like to that's give still, myself that's credit for That's still pretty it. impressive, though, man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's the so, spiel. I talk to people about their favorite games growing up, and it's an excuse to make friends. And if you can connect over video games, you're pretty much insta-homies. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That now, is, one that thing is that uh, is really cool about Cades is that it's not like just a 20-minute in and out. Like, what's really cool is that he does give that open area where you can just kind of deep dive and people can talk about things. But it's unique. Like, you'll see, like, Cades in a lot of overlap between people that are around the same age. But their experiences are so vastly different. Mm -hmm. And it's just cool to hear how they connected. I mean, sometimes it's really deep. Even, like, well, you know, like, my family's going through a shit time and yep. I totally had this one thing that I connected to. And then you start thinking, about the games well dang when i was going through this hard time i was burning through this game and i just mm -hmm. played it on repeat and it's it's cool to see kind of how people have used games to kind of get through all sorts of different events in their lives and it, it was cool i was really lucky i got to jump on and, and have fun with Kay. and like we went through the skunk story of halo which that might be another time for another <laughs> podcast of ours so 
But yeah, so um, in this one, we're gonna we're doing a whole new format for this one. This is something that me and Josh thought that would be really fun, but we realized it wouldn't be fun with just two people. So we're gonna add another person and see how it goes. And we're calling these our super fight episodes. And what yes. it is is that we are going to get two either characters, items, games, whatever. We're gonna compare them based on one factor. So um, what's gonna happen is that I've created a couple different ones of these guys um, and we're gonna have them, I'm gonna put them up on screen for our, for Josh and for Cade and they're gonna have, we're all gonna debate. And what's gonna happen is that we're gonna take a vote at the end of the debate and see which one actually wins in that category, okay? And, so And hopefully there'll be a, a, you know, a way that we can break it apart, so. Well, there, we there's, actually... a, well there's three people, right? So everybody gets one vote. <laughs> so best two out of three is the yeah, winner of that, that okay? Yeah. So, um, so we're going to start with one. It's kind of, we'll see how this goes. This is a untested format. We're winging <laughs> it on this one. But the first one that I'm going to do is called the best worst drivers and it's going to be about driving games that we both uh, all of us have grown up playing we're going to pick which one that we like the best okay so the first one is best worst drivers and the competitions between mario kart and twisted metal as franchises which franchises as franchises and i'm confused when you say best worst what do you mean by best worst? That's just the nickname for the category. So we're actually going to compete oh, Mario okay. Kart versus Twisted Metal. And we're going to say, which one do you think is a better franchise? No. And now oh, I'm talking that's about not from even the beginning a question, to the end. Bro. How is it not, though? How is it not? a? Qu- I mean, OK, it depends on when you say which one is the best franchise. Like you said, there's we're going to compare them over like a single characteristic. Are we talking about sales? Because if it's sales, it's lopsided. Now, well, yeah. Yeah, there. I'm gonna I'm gonna judge it on two things because I already knew you guys were gonna be like, "Hey, that's way too fucking broad." I knew this was gonna come up. We're gonna talk about <laughs> battle mechanics, okay, and themes. Okay, so battle mechanics Ooh. and themes, meaning. So that's the thing is that Mario Kart is very well known to have just kind of a general you are competing for a trophy and that's pretty much it. Twisted Metal has a long storied, very spooky, dark Dude, undertone twi- style. Yeah. Twisted Metal. Attached to it. Just that that story in Twist Metal Black screwed with my head. Oh. Like, uh, yes, I yeah. got so, so creeped out the very first time I played Twisted Metal One, and I played I, the first time I beat it. I beat it as the cop, so you can never have this. Like for those of you who don't know the like the the shtick between Twisted Metal, there's this guy named Calypso who's like a god. He can grant wishes. He has this tournament. It's like the typical tournament shit, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, whatever, a reason to have Mm -hmm. people fight each other. But when you win the game as a character, you get to ask for your wish to this like genie type character. But it's sort of like that. What's that movie with Brendan Fraser and Elizabeth Hurley's the hot ass Satan chick? Uh, Bedazzled. 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 Woo! Elizabeth Hurley in her prime. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you know how she like twists his wish until like he gets what he wants, but it's actually a curse somehow ends up yep. being a curse. Yep. That's how Twisted Metal is. I didn't know that was like the shtick. And I played as the cop and he wanted a world of, he wanted to live in a world of peace, no violence and no crime. And so the Calypso just sends him into space to live alone. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, Le- what? And I was, I was young. I, it like broke my brain and it made me feel so off for days. Um, yeah. So yeah. props, props to Twisted Metal for that. See, right there's an example. Like themes, Mario Kart's like, oh, you're just fighting for a trophy. With Twisted Metal, you were always trying to play. It made you want to play with different characters to yes. see what their outcomes were. Yep. It made yep. it so then you wanted to actually try different things. That's why 
arguably, if you're not if you're talking sales and just life of the franchise, I mean, Mario Kart's going to win. But also they play it safe. I don't really feel like there was too much holy there. So I'm saying themes and battle. Yeah, those are the two things that you're going to judge it on together to pick one or the other. I will now, say Mario this. Kart. Oh, go ahead. Mario Kart does have a lot of options. There's that. But the environments aren't as interactive as Twisted Metal environments were. I, I'm just I'm just going to put it down there right now. Theme, Twisted Metal by yeah, far. That, that fucked with my head to the point where I, I still think about some of those stories. But like Battle, I actually really like Mario Kart. <laughs> I, it's a solid, stable, like, yeah, game. The way that I would kind of parse those two is like, I think of, I recently played Twisted Metal 1 and 2 um, to do some videos. I haven't edited them yet. But I played them semi-recently, and I've also played at least the 64 Mario Kart. I haven't gone back and played the SNES Mario Kart, so... It's not, I'm not bad. Sh- I'm not sure how that controls, but I played the 64 Mario Kart tight, like, it felt refined, still fun. Twisted Metal 1 and 2 stripped the nostalgia away. They weren't that fun. They were like... They're rough. Yeah, they're, they're rough. They're so, you know, mechanically, Mario Kart is far superior, but I've always liked the dark side of the Force. I always thought that the freaking Sith were cooler than the Jedi. I always thought dark magicians and evil and metal and demons were cooler. So Twisted Metal wins. It's like, if it's 50-50 themes versus, like, battle mechanics, it's almost like a tie. Twisted Metal, hands down, wins the theme. Mechanic-wise, hands down, Mario Kart. So it's like a, it's, it's maybe like a draw. What's it's funny to- is I think that you, I think I agree with you guys to an extent. I actually think I'm all in the camp of Twisted Metal. That's personally me because if you play Mario Kart 64, it is solid, but I, it's a little clunky to me, and I don't feel like they took enough risks. But I think that I should just put this one into two different ones. This is a bad start because I think we all agree it's like Mario the, the, Kart for is, Mario Kart yeah. for gameplay, Twisted Metal for themes. Guys, we're learning. Yeah. We're have learning. you played? Have you played the? Uh, I haven't played the newest Twisted Metal. There's like there's like black on ps2 is there one newer than that one uh, there's ps3 the, the new that's the one that's in this image okay the PS3 never, twisted metal and that one was fun okay. it was definitely uh it was definitely something that was quite interesting they tried to stick with the black theme and i feel like they kind of did really well we'll see i mean it, it depends okay so this one's a little bit easier okay i got another one since we kind of 50 50 on that one okay so this one is the best adventure across the city, assaulting people and stealing their money or possibly random food from garbage cans. And that is going to be uh, Double Dragon versus Final Fight. Which one is a better beat em up? Oh, shit. This one's going to be rough. I just right out of the gate. Double Dragon. Double Dragon. I, I'm down. Like, because mm. down Double Dragon for Josh. Yeah, I like the progression. Like, you know. I, I sat there and I would beat on a freaking the ghost enemy and first one for two minutes just to make sure I could get all my power ups so I could do like the cooler moves early on. Yeah, I I did not play that much in the final fight. I, I didn't spend as much time working on it. See, Cade's a Sega bro, though, so I feel like Cade might say final fight for the start. Well, final fight was on the SNES, so got oh, that that's wrong. true. Was yeah, it also you're on Streets uh, of Rage? Oh, Streets of Rage. Yeah, you're right. That was your homeboy right there. Well, I played both, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm actually just looking up because I don't, I don't remember how many Double Dragon, Double Dragon games. Yeah, Double there Dragon were. One, Two, Three, Super, Neon, 
And I think that's it. Neon's the newest one that's like 3D. It was like a throwback. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, okay. And you had Final Fight 1, 2, and P- the PlayStation 1. Whatever the 3D one that they did. Fight- Fighting Force? That was like technically a sequel? I can't mm-hmm. remember. It was like a spiritual successor? Yeah. Okay, so... That's rough. I only played Double Dragon 1 on the SNES. And, and that one's the worst one. Well, that, that's a lie. 3 sucked too. Double Dragon uh, 2 no, was the three, best. No, 3 sucked. Like, 2 was probably the best. It was I the best. Say. Okay. Man, it's hard. I'm biased, but it's so I would say Final Fight, but for not a very like admittedly objective reason. I think Guy, who later appeared in uh, was first appearance in Street Fighter was Street Fighter Alpha, is one of my like aesthetically pleasing characters. I love his lore. He's like this Bushido ninja. Um, he has the mean, profound sadness every time he dies. Profound sadness. <laughs> um, I just like Guy. And his first appearance ever in any video game was Final Fight. And uh, Final Fight was in the arcades. And I had Streets of Rage, but I didn't have a Super Nintendo. And I always kind of like didn't want to admit it. But I'm like, Final Fight's pretty badass. I kind of wish I had a Super Nintendo to play Final Fight. Um, <laughs> yep. I, I would feel never, you, homie. I would never tell oh, yeah. my friends that. But Well, no, you can't admit it. So Final Fight has more like just nostalgia value. But I honestly... I don't know enough about Double Dragon to say like what's a better better beat 'em up. I, mean, I think well, that I mean, means that you by default Final Fight is yours. Yeah. 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 H- Hagar was really awesome too. I I really liked Hagar. That was one of the things that I always thought. I always thought he was just like this super like family man that was like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. now I'm going to have to kick everyone's ass." Like Wasn't right. it his daughter that got kidnapped? Like I the, think it I was. Think so. Yeah. yeah. And he's he's also the mayor, by the way. So oh, yeah. he's also the mayor? Yes, he's the mayor. <laughs> well, I've always thought, like, wouldn't it be badass if our president was this giant or mayor or whoever? Some politician was a legit just freak. I mean, it'd be like well, The Rock. It'd be it like was, the it rock. was uh, Jesse Ventura was the governor. Yes. That's true. Yeah. And <laughs> then you got true. Arnold Schwarzenegger as, as the governor there. But that was like after the fact. But still, yeah. it was there. That's, that is true. And it is pretty cool that way. And, and just like so, think about the mayor's like, hmm, we got a problem of gangs and my daughter has been kidnapped. Fuck the police force. Fuck the feds. Like I've been and- taking steroids for four <laughs> years for this moment. <laughs> yes. That's I'm pretty much it. Like, yeah, like super steroids. I'm I'm gonna go, and then I think there's a part where he like actually rips off his shirt. Oh yeah, no, no. He, and, yes, and at the very beginning. Shirt. Yes, and then <laughs> yeah, he has. That, he like, also has the one suspender, which is a bold move. It's not double. Yeah. Oh, but it's just the one suspender. I feel yeah. like that means he means business. I really feel like that's what it comes down to. It means like I am so V shaped that if I don't have something, these pants are gone. But it's so. not even like a regular suspender. It's like he he was like, "Hey, I need something to hold up these pants because I'm still have a 24 inch waist. So I'm gonna get some sort of messenger bag belt and put it across <laughs> my chest, and that's what's gonna be the plan." Uh, yeah. My vote is for Final Fight, mm. and Cade, Cade is yours for Final Fight because I loved Final Fight. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, yeah, shit, yeah, I. I got downvoted on yeah, that. Wow. I, I did not expect that one. Okay. So this one is much more like comparable. Okay. Now this one, um, what is the better four player arcade game? Old school arcade. Oh, Simpsons no. Versus X-Men. Are you going to make me choose between arcade. My, my babies? Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, Everybody oh, wasted quarters on this with three friends to try and get to Magneto and or Mr. Burns. Oh, my God. Dude. Absolutely. Ooh. All right. 
I've already I'm, got mine because I, I built this. I already know mine. Mine is X-Men hands down, even though you got less gameplay for your quarter with X-Men because it was pretty hardly it was it pretty heavily stacked compared to Simpsons. Y- you could get yes. through the first level pretty all right. But then that second level that kicked you right in the gooch. Yeah. Yeah. But I still vote X-Men because I'm a I'm a video game comic book. Like you put those two together. And yeah. Like, and that's like my answer. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going to jump in with you. The X-Men, I really love that. I mean, I really like Simpsons, though. That was a fun beat em up and it was simple. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. So what do you think, Cade? What I liked about X-Men, you're right that it was more of a quarter eater. The, the first time I beat it was when I got a plate in the Nickelcade and I could actually afford to just burn through some coins and beat it. I liked that, like, the first time you fight uh, Magneto, it's like a fox boss battle, and it's actually Doppelganger, and there's another stage after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Dazzler. I thought, like, she was a character that wasn't featured in the, often in the Fox, thir- the Fox, I don't know if it was Fox 13 all over the country, but the Fox cartoon, the after-school cartoon. Yep, yep, um, yep. There was Jubilee in the cartoon, but I thought Dazzler in the arcade game was a cooler design than Jubilee. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're technically two different characters. They are. Yes, you are correct. Yeah, My but bad. no, but that's the thing. Uh, they uh, so Dazzler is like a pop singer, and Jubilee is like the the intro to X Men on the cartoon. But yes. they were actually it was kind of back and forth on who they were going to have in there because this is obviously the original roster. But Dazzler didn't come in the original roster. So it, mm. when it came out in the eighties, they were trying to like throw in a character that had been recently released, and that was Dazzler. I see. So I thought they know. were like different like different takes because their powers just seem similar to me yeah so like, like fireworks looking stuff or yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. so I, I just the, the, yeah hmm, the, interesting the thing with jubilee was she was a teenager and you know they wanted the kids to connect to the show so that's why they did the show that way that makes sense and a uh, fun fact about the Simpsons one, when Marge is electrocuted, when you see her bones, you see that she has rabbit ears because that was going to be an original joke in the cartoon that Marge is actually a bunny. Like, remember how they had those big, giant, full size adult looking bunnies in the first like season or two seasons? Yeah. She was going to be one of them dressed up, married to Homer. But they were like, we dropped that idea because it's too weird. But it made it into the video game. I did not know that. Either of those. Yeah. Either of those facts. Now, by what I liked about Simpsons, it was the first time that I remember seeing a uh, some this some unknown number has called my phone five times in a row. I don't recognize the number. Uh oh, that's weird. No, it's probably some whatever. I'm not gonna answer. <laughs> it. I like every time I like get tempted to like you know what I'm gonna answer this unknown caller. Ninety nine percent of the time it's some fucking robot call. I'm like, why do I ever fall for yep. this shit? I'm not going to do it. Want, they're worried about your car warranty. Yes. That one comes Every up all the time. time. All the time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what I like about Simpsons, it was the first time I remember a video game really capturing the look of a cartoon, like playing a cartoon, playing a TV that show. That is true. X-Men it was. looked good, but the art style was different than the cartoon. It was just a different yeah, style. It was closer to the comic and yeah. not, not the cartoon. That is true. I, I will I will say Simpson was probably a more solid beat 'em up game. Like you had a I lot better so. hitboxes and a lot more stable like attacks and stuff in Simpsons than yes. X-Men. I've watched playthroughs. I'm sure someone has done this if I looked it up online, but I've seen lots of playthroughs where someone can actually go through and beat Simpsons without taking a hit and with, with what? steel. 
Yes. That's, that's insane to me. That's some next level stuff. Is that possible, even possible on X-Men? I don't even know if that's possible. X-Men is no. Like, no. There there are a couple things where it was it's it's almost just cheap. Cause I mean it was the quarter eater. So yeah. I mean they they had some cheap areas where it was pretty some bullshit. That was the entire point to all arcade games, though, yes. was to keep you pumping quarters in yes. there. So th- you were supposed to win, but it was going to cost you. That Simpsons, was the Simpsons point. still is a quarter eater, but I like that it, at least there was some, enough depth that someone's figured out how to legitimately get good at it. I don't know, you know how, how hard that really is. If I went back and spent time playing it, I bet it's really hard. And the other thing I liked about Simpsons slightly more than X-Men is more bosses and like I thought there's just more bosses. The bo- in any beat 'em up, the boss fight is like the highlight of every level. It's the best part, and because yeah. Simpson had more bosses, I d- I think I just like it a little bit more. And, and even like partial bosses, like the just like the a mid big level, enemy that the higher getting, the higher like regular guys yeah, that you're going to be beating on for a little bit, not just you yes. know a couple two or three whacks. That's yeah. true. I, I would feel have the, the exact opposite because ooh. every single time there was a boss, I would be spending four fucking dollars trying to beat him like i don't want to do that get good scrub no yeah, get, get to nickelcade i'm waiting for that nickelcade <laughs> that nickelcade entry and this shows up and the joystick doesn't work right and you know they aren't refunding oh, anything yeah. yeah that's true that's how i beat the majority of my arcade games for sure yeah okay so what are your votes my vote is x-men <sighs> i'm gonna go x-men just because i i love the look and i'm gonna lose but i'm gonna go simpsons all right, X-Men wins, but you brought a lot of valid points because I think that overall I had I'm more fun playing the with the different boosts with the Simpsons than I did with the X-Men characters, like the, the specialties that took your life away. I think I like yep. there's more. X-Men yeah. is cooler. It is definitely, I would say, cooler. But I just think Simpsons is pretty cool and mechanically better. The depth, more enemies, more bosses, more characters. Yeah, I don't know if it's more true. characters. How many it's X- too late. The votes have been cast. How dare you continue oh. to try to sway me? How dare you? I, okay, he's he's trying to pull me off that fence. I yeah, know. he's he's got some he's got oh. some sly ways. I got to keep him in line. All right, so I got another one. Right. This one is an age old argument. I think that everyone's had this conversation one way or another because usually people only owned one. But it is uh, Street Fighter versus Tekken. Which Ooh. one is a better fighter? Which one is a better fight oh. franchise? As a whole franchise. I, as a whole franchise, I'm talking from the beginning to the end. Hmm. Which one do you think is oh, better? Because you got Street Fighter Alpha, you got Tekken Tag, you've got the extra stuff that came with Tekken, like Tekken Bowling. You got <laughs> right. Street Fighter Puzzle. I, I'm I'm throwing it right Puzzle out fire. there. I'm just going off of the the best games that I loved of each one. Street Fight Street Fighter, you know, two, all that, and then Tekken Tag. Yep. Tekken Tag by far. Like I love Tekken Tag. I would play that for hours. Yep, I, I agree on that. If if we're comparing the my the two favorite, mine would be Street Fighter Alpha versus Tekken Tag Tournament. Definitely, I had more fun with Tekken Tag Tournament. Played it way more. Yeah, yeah. I think nice, everybody yeah. burned through Tekken Tag Tournament so much. Yeah, like mine would have been te- like if I'm just basing it off the franchise alone, like every single game's merits. Tekken Tag had so much content; it was so hard not to do everything in there. And when you got to the, yeah. play- the PlayStation, the home versions, and you had the extra stuff, the offline battle, single player story stuff, you had the uh, Tekken bowling, all that kind of crap. It's the, hard to be the that. freaking like 
<laughs> kind of beat em up that was kind of hard to play. Yeah. But yeah, even, it wasn't even made for was a beat em up side scroller 3D, whatever that they were building. I, my book's yeah. Tekken. I think, did we all say Tekken? Is that what no, 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 Tekken? no, no, no. That's just game versus game. Oh, that's just we're game. Talk- a caves, oh, we're talking about dissecting it. I'm talking about franchise. I'm talking about franchise as a whole. I still pick Tekken. Oh, you're, well, that's because you're wrong. <laughs> but I will say Tekken Tag Tournament, out of all the games in both franchises, um, personally, I had the most fun playing Tekken Tag Tournament. But For sure. As a franchise, because first off, Street Fighter, like you were talking about spinoff, Street Fighter kills. Like you have, if you want to count X-Men versus Street Fighter, Capcom versus Capcom, Marvel versus SNK. Capcom, SNK, you can get, if you want to allow all of that Ooh. into the equation, Puzzle Fighter into the equation. And then also the fact that if we're going to go with fan films, Street Fighter actually has some really dope shit in fan films on YouTube. Tekken doesn't. Um, Street Fighter obviously is probably sold way more as a as franchise. It's more iconic, more legendary. I mean, it kind of it kind of paved the way for Tekken, but yes. I think Tekken refined it. The, the Street Fighter movie, you know, like ooh. now that yes, huh. yes, oh, that's a slam dunk. Yeah. Freaking Rao Rao Guda, whatever right. his name was, is M Bison. Cade's convinced me on this one. I, I'm switching over. Yes, I, I hadn't thought of all that extra stuff. I. <sighs> I yeah. shouldn't Fighter. open this up to debates. <laughs> I think oh, Street Fighter, shit, the yeah. movie, the game should just end this debate. It's so, I don't think I, so. It's so it bad it's me. good. They did Blanca dirty. They did. Oh, they they did a lot, a lot dirty in that in that movie. But damn, like there is a lot connected to Street Fighter. Well, uh, yeah. It, all right, yep. I've lost this yep. one. So you, you lose got, this time. It's two to one on, for Street Fighter. All right, okay. I'm gonna. Oh man. Yeah. I did not expect that one. See, this that, is this is why we need these, ooh. man. This is why we need these. We yeah. Okay, so the next uh, one is another one from beginning to end. We've all had this conversation sometime or another. Most badass female, Samus versus Lara Croft. Oh shit! <sighs> all right, all right, Samus. I'm I'm just putting it down there. Until I mean, until Kate says something and then you're going to change your mind. <laughs> no, because no, no, seriously, think of it this way. Like some of the best ones, like one of the best things about the last couple of Laura Croft's games is her like her death, like the, the screen, like the death the videos of her death. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And like they were amazing Brutal. and they were really visceral. But it was also like her dying. <laughs> Samus, she, she doesn't do that. She's she's badass, so badass that you you're like this is awesome, and then you realize that she's this super hot chick as well. Done, Samus by far, no questions. They didn't care about her enough to create death sequences for her. That's how much she didn't matter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're it. pulling it down. I said All it. Right. <laughs> my votes. Yeah, she, my votes. Lara Croft, just because from from just the the geeky, nerdy gamer, sexualized character to the actual badass character in the recent franchise, I think that. All the time, and the, granted, the first few were really rough mechanically as well, but so was when they were trying to fuck around with Metroid with these different systems. I love the new ones. I think that is some of the best gameplay when it comes to adventure style. It's up there with Uncharted, and yeah. so I, I pick I pick Lara Croft. She's badass. Sure, I, she dies a lot. Sure, she gets stabbed by sticks floating down a river. Ooh, but you that, know that, that, that particular one is like everyone remembers that one. Yeah, right through like, the that neck. One is, yeah, yeah. Everyone remembers that one. She's like trying to pull it out, and she's still alive. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh, you yeah, know why? Because we care oh. about her, Josh. <laughs> 
you care about her. I, I that's fine, but I mean, like, no stick is going to kill Samus. Plain and simple. Like, she, it, it just couldn't. There, there's no area for it to get into her neck. Or is Samus she's got only this badass, badass suit. because she has alien armor and she's actually a player? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Laura's got she, nothing she also, but grit and soul. Yeah. What you see is what you that get is, with Lara. She's like, is, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll cleave you with a, a hiking or a climbing axe. But Samus is like, hey, I'm out of my suit and I have a pistol, but I look fantastic in these pumps. Hey, how dare you? Actually, Lara, she's a woman of action. I'd probably pick Samus. I've been thinking about this. Okay, so Laura, we talk about sex appeal. Laura was like the first one. Those triangle boobs were awesome for every like 11-year-old. Oh, yeah. So awkward. Let's just just be real. A lot of gamers are men. Men are pigs. We like sex. We like boobs. That's a thing. It is what it is. Thank you. Um, I, oh. But Samus kind of wins in the long run because the reveal at the end when you find out Samus is a girl, either the, the first time yes. you find out Nintendo or Super Nintendo, and then you get Zero Suit Samus later with that latex shit, and she's hot. Um, and who's also, more badass? I didn't say who's hotter. Okay, that's just I, one, I know, badass. I know, and that's just one part of the formula. It's just one part of the pop, the pie chart. I'm walking through my my logic of why ultimately Samus is going to win. <laughs> okay, Samus, they both have hot, but Samus is like less less overt. Like it was a hidden hotness. It's not. It's not like the forefront of her character. Where early Laura Croft, that was like the main thing: big boobs. Angelina Jolie played her in the movie. Now, new Laura Clough kind of, like, made her more about being a badass, and her boobs got smaller, and she's more like a normal person. So, uh, so but... And she's got, she's got sexy fucking yeah, boobs in, in the new one. I don't know how open you guys are, but I've definitely seen more Samus porn than I have Laura Craft porn. That's... But, hey, how many movies... If we're going back to the Street Fighter argument, how many movies have been made by Metroid? How Zero. many movies have been made by Zero. for Tomb Raider? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, it depends on what three kind of movies for Tomb Raider. And to be, yeah, but I mean, and to be straight, it's not like I'm watching. I've just seen like uh, what's the <laughs> what's the shit you, on. You uh, saw it in passing. He was trying to do no, a book report. Okay, I've, he wasn't I've, <laughs> looked, I've looked at shit, but I'm saying I've seen. I've been advertised or like bombarded by thumbnails for Samus stuff, fan whatever, or it's like on Steam, right? And you have these like indie games that are all that. I don't know why on Steam they even allow these like shitty like sex games that always show up on the front page. Dude, um, it's so hard to vet so many games yeah, getting distributed yeah. on there. But I'll see like Samus knockoff like characters in those games because I click I click on them like watch the previews like ah what is this this is crazy to me. So I would say like Samus gets more like that could be a downplay like it could be a downside that Samus gets objectified more modern day then probably because Laura Croft moved away from like the sexy image in the newer installments. But Samus ultimately I, Samus is sci fi and met in robot suits, which just ah, I love that shit. I love sci fi. If you threw Lara Croft in a robot suit, I think that this wouldn't be an argument. It wouldn't be saying. at that point. Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah, so but take I mean, away the armor. Well, I mean that's that's the thing. I can't say that. That's well, not fair. Well, uh, no, like just just that first time you play through Metroid, you're this badass space marine. You're going and kicking ass. You're taking down these giant aliens. You're fighting Metroids and everything. And you go through the whole game, and then all of a sudden you win, and all of a sudden her she takes off the suit and she's a girl, and you're like, what the yeah, fuck? That was pretty epic. As a little boy, like that was fucking huge for me. Yeah, but if I'm not else, asking a five-year-old's that. opinion. I'm saying across the entire thing, man. I'm saying you're like, asking I'm both saying, Kate and my opinion. Yeah. You're asking five-year-olds. Yeah, I'm just saying like 
Okay, obviously, I think we, we are ready to vote. I am voting Lara Croft, hands down. You're wrong and you lose. How dare you, good sir? I'm assuming that Josh is picking Samus because he's yep. a toddler and remembers the NES, and that's the only thing he's going to base it off of. Cade, based off his hentai searches, is, just <laughs> <laughs> is choosing Metroid as well, it sounds like. Hey, hey, I'm not afraid. To, I get curious, bro. I'm not afraid to admit it. Hey, hey, I mean, we, ha we have one five-year-old, and then we have a junior high kid. That's all it is. It's fine. Hey. But we're not. Hey, we forgot I, one major thing. The Metroid Prime trilogy, first person, totally different style, legendary, worked out pretty well. Has, has Laura Croft ever broke out of third-person action and then been... Another franchise, another type of game? I don't think so. No, but she adopted the over-the-shoulder like Resident Evil 4, and it's had one of the best adaptations for action and no. quick-time events. Yeah, I'll fight you on that. Anyway, I still lost this one. He has yeah. balls. You, All right. You totally lost. I didn't, I didn't lose. You know why? Because in my heart, I'm a winner. That's I'm saying why. this. Cade's <laughs> reasoning for Samus... I, I'm very happy about this. Is yeah, because he had a he he had an argument. Josh was like, "Well, when I was five, it really really made me feel something." Well, no, like <laughs> it was it was actually epic. Like they had to desexualize Laura Croft and then give her a sexy fucking voice to actually make her like you like connecting with How people. How dare you? Again. That's not true. All right, we're moving on. Okay, this one, uh, this one. I don't know if you guys have played these. I'm assuming everybody at least understands who they are and everything. It's pretty, pretty uh, widely played. But it is who is the biggest shopkeep dick, and that is between Tom oh. Nook and Marcus Munitions from Borderlands. Oh, oh, I, I, I'm, I know, I know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm good. You say that I'm every time, and then you change <laughs> your mind. So I'm, I don't yeah, believe you it, at all. All right, I'm gonna say this. Tom Nook is an entrepreneur. That man <laughs> has given you a house. He is now giving you a fucking island. And just for a little bit of bells, not even a little bit of bells. It's just for some work at the beginning. Marcus is a dick and always has been. <laughs> Done. That's it. So you pick Marcus as the bigger shopkeep dick. He is the biggest dick in this. I'm going to go, Kane? I'm going to flip. Here's why. Here's my logic why. Marcus has a reason to be a dick. He lives in a world of, like, dog eat dog, only the strong survive. He's probably been fucked over who knows how many times. And it's like, he. it makes sense. He's had a, he's, he's just, he's looking out for himself. Whereas, dude, it's a peaceful world of plenty in, in Tom Nook's world. Like, I don't. Why is he even charging people in the first? That brings me up one other question that's kind of, I don't want, it's a little off topic, but why when you're playing a video game and you're like an RPG or whatever, and you're the king or you're the fucking leader or you're the owner, and why do people charge you in the first place? Why is Tom Nook charging you in the first place? I get why Marcus is charging me. I'm just a person in the world. And it's a, but yeah, Tom Nook's a way bigger dick. He could, he could go full, full communism and it would work. This is an idyllic world we're living in. I agree with Kate. I think Tom Nook's a bigger dick. What? Now, here's why. Okay. First off, yes, Josh, he's an entrepreneur. He's like, hey, I'm going to give you a dog house. I have four of them. Pick a color roof, you dick. And then you're <laughs> like, okay, cool. Thanks. And he's like, well, that's definitely not enough. I'm like, all right, I can make 50,000 bells. That's fine. So you're like, hey, I paid off my dog house. I'm literally only one person living in a one room apartment. I'm fine with this. And he's like, no, you got to upgrade. I'm like, you I don't, don't want to upgrade. upgrade. That's your, that's your choice. And he's like, that okay. is your choice. Well, no. So here's the thing. You're like, all right, apparently you're the only realtor in this town. That's kind of weird. So <laughs> then 
You, he's like, what do you want? Do you want a bigger house? Or do you want another floor? All right, I want another floor. He's like, okay, I'm going to charge you five times the amount you originally paid for that. And you're <laughs> going to have to pay it up over time from fish. How dare you? <laughs> no, 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 he's no. like, hey, but I'm he, just trying he, to make some cheddar. Like, I just need hey, to put some here, refinements. Here's a 0% interest loan. I, I'm just taking care of you. Also, you got to figure Ooh, right from the that's beginning. A very point. That's he, a good point. There's no interest. You're, you're dry. You're you're riding on a train, just chilling. You meet a cat. Shout out to who Robert. is clearly like, an accomplice. He, <laughs> and, oh, if he is or if he is or not, but you don't. You're not going to that that town. Just preying and, on and young, impressionable children. You don't have to stop at that town, huh? You even name that town. <laughs> you choose that town. You are the one that's causing this issue. Tom Nook is just like, hey, you want a house here? Here's a good deal. Here, help me out with some of the these tasks that I have doing, and you can have this house. It's slave labor, some, dude. It's some, slave some labor. Random, the question some random is, dude comes to your town, and you just give him a house for tasks. Mm. Hey, go and deliver this you shit don't, to You this do person. not get the house for tasks. You still have to pay 50,000 bells pretty much after. You get nope, maybe... Nope. You no. get the tasks at first. Yeah, you get the tasks, and the he, it one. pays like 2,700 bells, and he goes, cool, well, that was nice. He's like, now you're going to still owe me some more money, bitch. Yeah, so the, no, here, no, 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 no. Here, put on this apron. You work for me now. And then you're like, wait, what? I don't it, know. I just ran away from be, home. It has to be Tom Nook. Because it has to be Tom Nook. Ha- because, look, you made a good point about interest rates, but I don't think that no interest rates make up for the fact that the prices keep hiking and hiking and hiking. Clear inflation and of he, the prices and he, of The homes. reason he can do that is because Adam made a good point. He's the only guy in town. It's like he's a monopoly. He's the only realtor. It's a monopoly. He, he's the only one that has built up this town to be something special. And all of a sudden, <laughs> like, some random dude is just like, hey, I want a house. I want to live here. And he's like, cool, here you go. But look, wait, wait, wait. Let's go back over to Marcus real quick. Marcus... When he's introduced on the like this picture like that Adam has right before this, no refunds. You have a guy going, hey, you sold me a gun that doesn't work. And he, he's like, oh, let me see it. He takes that gun and shoots the guy in the leg. I mean, well, it worked. Technically speaking, point. he was just troubleshooting. That's all I'm saying. Like he, <laughs> literally troubleshooting. That's, that's all he was I, doing. I'm saying this. Tom Nook didn't hasn't ever shot a guy. I think he wants that we to know shoot of. red. Who's to say that these people are actually moving out of this town? All for all we know, he's just packing them up in a body bag, throwing them in the river, and he's like, "Hey, this house is open." And some yeah, monkey. Why wants does to he move have in. a monopoly? Where, like it naturally, someone. It's if you have freedom. If there's actual freedom in this town. Someone would want to also open up shop. Why? Why are there no other guys? Why? Why is he the only one? It's a Where's, racket. Yeah, there's dead bodies somewhere. There has to be. Wow, I'm saying, all I'm saying is, ro- is look, look at this picture of Tom Nook. Look at this picture. Look at his eyes. He's killed multiple people. <laughs> you can see it in his eyes. Man, look at that. He, he is has dead. been working his he ass is off. Dead he inside. is tired. He is tired. He could tear off your fingernails <laughs> with pliers and not blink. Whoa. That's all I'm saying. You guys, you guys are playing the, a different animal crossing. Anyway, so now we're going to put it up to all a right. vote. So is it either I'll Marcus, who is someone who's trying to survive in a post-apocalyptic Bullshit. world, or is it Tom Nook, who preys on the young and innocent and hides bodies in the river? I Tom choose Marcus Tom, Nook. Gi- Tom Mar- Nook. Marcus gives shit guns. 
Plain and simple. Give shit guns. So he provides on this secures you guys a protection wrong. for you. So Tom Nook, you guys are wrong. Tom Nook wins the biggest shopkeep dick. Kate, I'm glad you're along for the ride. Hooray! I, I agree. Okay, I we agree. have two more. We have two more. That's okay. Bullshit. Now this one, I already know I'm going to lose. I already know, but you know, I was I did it anyway. So this one is called "Is that a sword in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me?" This is Big Sword Bros. <laughs> it is oh, no. Cloud versus Orin. Ah. Well, I. <sighs> Motherfuck. So, Kate and I are picking Cloud, and you're picking Oran. Is yeah, that, like we, don't, we don't even have to argue it. Yeah, I, I that's what's going to happen. And I could go on a whole rant why Adam is wrong, but oh yeah, it's it's. I mean, Adam's it's love nothing for that Final Fantasy haven't already heard. <laughs> yes, Adam's. I will admit, Oran is the saving grace of Final Fantasy X that is otherwise a dog shit game. Cloud is badass too, so the fact that they're both badass characters, but one game is overall better than the other game, so Cloud wins. I mean, we're gonna that's an argument oh, for shit. another time. Kate is <laughs> Kate is drawing a strong we almost weren't friends when we first met. We almost weren't <laughs> friends. That's how bad it was. But I I respect that he's willing to stick to this because he hasn't changed his mind in what, the decade and a half that we've known each other. Okay, yeah. I will admit one we, thing. I will admit one thing about Final Fantasy Ten that I don't I I'm, I would probably would have never admitted when we were first hanging out. I think the idea of the the of sin in the cycle, in the the lore of the world, is actually cooler than Sephiroth as an as an antagonist. The execution uh, is debatable, but the idea of like this religion and this cycle and this thing called sin comes and cleanses. Kind of reminds me of like the, uh, what are they called in Mass Effect? The Reapers come every 10,000 years and wipe out civilization. And there's yeah, a yeah. cycle. Like that idea is sexier to me than just like Sephiroth is bad and evil and wants to destroy the world. It has more depth to it. Yeah, it's a little static. But I, I would yeah. I would agree with you until you go into like Advent Children and stuff like that. Yeah, like, that's a good point. Like the the whole Final Fantasy Seven. We're not idea, talking about like. Oh, I can't say that. We've been talking about movies and everything. I'm like, don't bring yeah, that in here. We've been talking about everything. <laughs> it, it's got a lot like you know the whole like life system. You know, Genova was an alien. She kind of infected part of the world, mm-hmm. and that's where Sephiroth came from. And you know all that shit like. I think it fleshes that out a lot more, but if you're just going the base games, 10 and 7, like, yeah, I, I would give you the concept on how it's the final fantasy of that story it is probably a better concept. That's a good but. point when you bring up Advent Children in, like, um, but if you bring into the remake into this shit, then it gets really weird. I don't know if you guys That's played the thing. We're, we're comparing the... I'd say compare the originals. I might even give Advent Children a pass because it's like... If you're taking the original game and you're fleshing it out with an extra 90 hours of content like they're trying to plan with with the new one, that's a little hard argument right now. Yeah. I, so, anyway, I, Cloud's, as far as a big sword, bro, Cloud, big sword, bro. He's the, like, he's the, he is the big sword. He made the big sword, bro, a thing. Yeah. B- bigger than his own body and giant. I mean, just looking at that thing looks heavy. Like, Aran's sword is, is pretty big but like it doesn't look as massively heavy as clouds now cloud doesn't have a flask of alcohol that's one down that's one down that is a good point yeah Yeah. and he's also not like a ronin style fighter but i can i can appreciate the clouds like the og sword bro yeah you know i I gotta give it to him for that for just being the og 
that being said, I would say like uh, a a half prize for Orin just for being so badass and being dead and never bringing it up. That's probably he the one of the coolest badass. fucking thing ever. And he, I mean, I mean I he's the sole the- reason Final Fantasy X is even worth even touching. So you got to give him that too. Yeah. Okay, so Cloud wins this one. Actually, I forgot I have two, but this one is going to be a quick one, I think. And then the last one, I think, is probably the biggest, most easy, like the one that we can argue the most. But this one is an easier one. This is Heroes of the Console War. Which one? Is it Mario or Sonic? Heroes of the Console War. Which one do you think is honestly, after everything, the hero of the that console generation war. You know what I'm talking about. If you're talking about from Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo back, which one? Okay, do you if think we're won? stopping, if we're stopping at 16-bit, I'd actually go counterintuitive and say Sonic. If we're Whoa. stopping there, at, at, at stopping 16-bit. at 16-bit. Yeah, I, I mean, 16-bit. Like Mario was doing a lot more than Sonic. Like Sonic was playing some pinball besides you know running through some stuff, but Mario did a lot. I mean, he, he had a doctor. Races. He was doctor. a doctor. Like, I'm malpractice I'm lawsuits go. everywhere. Hey, yeah. All he did was push drugs. That's yeah. all he did. He was I, just I, working for big pharma. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mario because he he has had some adventures. I and and really, I don't know, like, man. Pe- he he got with Peach and Peach is hot. So yeah. Okay. Well, first I, off, you're not talking one. Sonic, yeah, we had Sonic and Knuckles. We had the Knuckles spinoff series. Sonic also had a, a badass cartoon. You guys remember that? Eating chili dogs all the time. <gasps> That's was, true. Hey, but, Mario but had Mario a cartoon. Also, yeah, I, but, and I love those Mario's cartoons. Mario's cartoons <laughs> were ridiculous. He also had a live-action movie, which was awful. He also had a live-action <sighs> television show where Mario was an actual, like, 40-year-old Italian plumber. That was unsettling. <laughs> Well, no, that was just like the introduction to the cartoon. So, I mean, they were just a little bit. It's the just, it's still, still a little oh, weird. Sure. The two reasons Honestly, that I would, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Adam. I think I'm with Kate actually, though, because I feel like Sonic was just something else. It was something new and different. And it kind of captured that, you know, like 90s had that like extreme, super awesome, weird mentality. Like with everything in the environments, like yes. they tried to just pay, cater to kids with bright colors and fast moving shit. That was Sonic. That's all it was. And I that think was Sonic. So, the two reasons I would say Sonic pre like oh, sticking at 16 bit is um, one overall the Genesis. If you if you take into account Europe, it just bought like Europe was dominated by the Genesis. Super Nintendo didn't really take there in the in the U.S., at the very, very end of the life cycle, SNES slowly out because they had some big hitters, Chrono Trigger, Super Mario, which you, what you could say would be an argument for Mario, but Super Mario RPG was a late SNES game. That was a big deal, Donkey Kong Country. The SNES ended up barely winning. I think the numbers are slightly higher in the, the United States and North America. But if you factor in um, the whole world, I think Sonic was a bigger name during that time frame. Like more kids, more kids were like having those magical moments with Sonic than they were with Mario. And then the second reason I would argue is the, the fucking half pipe stages on Sonic yeah. 2. There's just nothing like that. And Sonic 3D Blast as well. Um, 16-bit. There was no 3D Fox, 3D Mario, anything minus Super Mario RPG, which was like that isometric view. I don't know. I slight lean towards Sonic. Just like barely wins it out. I, I, I'll lose on this. This is that's fine with me. I I will stand with Mario on this because 
I he had so much going for him. I will agree. You make it sound like you make it sound like he offed himself in some like green pipe <laughs> world. Like what happened? To Mar- he had so much going for him. I mean, Sonic yeah. actually probably in a way offed himself in the. If you go to the all the way to modern times, I mean, once Mario sixty four came out, it's not even a question after that. Sonic's That's true. Time, yeah. That's go, why I capped it at 16, Sonic because I feel like that was the actual console war with Sega versus SNES. I feel like that was the console war. So yeah. if you're talking about the heroes of the console war, I would probably say Sonic was Me like too. 52% and yep. Mario was 48. Yep. I'm pretty much same spot. Yeah. <sighs> okay, Josh, right, you, you, you lost by 2% from each of us. Okay, this one is the, probably the... Most debatable. Well, it, wait, wait, wait. Well, if if we're going by percentage, and I'm like, not, no, no, sem- that means that my it, vote it, goes it, to Sonic, man. That means I that mean, kid's vote go goes by to percentage, Sonic. Like my mine is like seventy five percent Mario. So would that make up the the no the no percentage? No, <laughs> we're not doing fucking like electoral college bullshit. <laughs> yes, I was no, just, just gonna say our our votes in electoral college. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. We're, the last one, this one I think is the most arguable one way or another, and that is who is the biggest badass? And it, it's uh, nicknamed Two Tickets to the Gun Show. Who's more badass, Doom Guy or Master Chief? Uh, oh, dude. Ooh. Somebody who goes through the galaxy destroying entire Covenant uh, worlds and destroying things that can kill planets, or somebody who ravages through hell, ripping out torsos from demons. Oh shit! Like this one's this one's difficult. This is the big one. That's why I saved it for last. This is our last one. I because I was knee jerk. I was going to be like Master Chief, obviously, but but Doom no, Guy, it's Doom Guy. But it's Doom, Doom guy, guy is pretty badass, and especially in the newest one. Holy crap! Yeah, if like you factor in two- Doom Eternal and Doom Twenty Sixteen, because I would say like I love sci fi, I love suits. That's why I gave Samus the nod. They both have badass suits, but the suit. For Doom Guy wasn't really a thing until the two most recent Dooms. It, That's it true. I'm saying it's from the beginning to the end with these two. Yes. From Halo, yeah. Halo Five back, and from the newest Doom Eternal back. I'm still going to say Doom Guy for for just two reasons off the top of my head. They're both sci-fi. They both have badass suits, but I think killing Satan is cooler than killing aliens. I I I'll. Surprisingly, I will agree with Cade. Like, I mean, I love Master Chief, and he's my boy. But like, seriously, Doom Guy, like, he is just badass. And like, I will say this, Master Chief. Oh, go ahead, sorry. Master Chief was Master Chief was very like cerebral in the last couple of games. He was he was doing good work, but not really like Doom Guy. Doom Guy was just killing everything. Doom Guy was doing the Lord's work. Yes, and and speaking of OG, Doom Guy is not only just the OG. He's like almost he's not the true OG. Have Wolfenstein and a couple other, but he made the FPS sort of. He was like the Nirvana of FPS. It wasn't the first grunge band, but he brought grunge to the mainstream. Because Doom Two was like the Nirvana of shooters. Everyone wanted to play Doom Two at some point in time in their life when that uh, that made made the genre. Yeah, and I would say that the Doom Doom Guy. Especially with the two newest games, the games have gotten better and better, whereas I've never, I still have played all the Halos, but nothing has reached the highs of Halo 1 for me, whereas Doom Eternal was like my favorite Doom I've ever played. 
Yeah. I, I, I'm I there except for Halo 3 for me. Like, it went up and then has gone steadily down. See, I liked so. Halo 4. Halo 3 was solid. Halo 2 was solid. Halo 1 was solid. However, with Doom, you had Doom 2, which was really good. Doom 1 was good for its time. Doom 3 was not good. And then you had the newest mm. one. So I feel like you have like a lull in the middle with Doom and then Halo, it starts off strong and then dips. So Ooh, it's hard to good, argue. I have a good counterpoint for that. But Doom Guy has all the mods, specifically Brutal Doom. I don't know if you guys have seen any any footage of Brutal Doom, the mod for like the old Doom games that makes it like Yes. That is true. So, and I would also disagree. Doom Three didn't suck. It was just more of a horror game than a like. Action no, it game. didn't suck. I actually enjoyed it, but it wasn't a Doom game. It was a horror yes. game with a Doom yes. skin, and it wasn't like a high point yeah. in the series either. I agree. Yeah, I'm. I'm really surprised, but yeah, I'm doing going Doom guy yes. on this. Yes, honestly, I thought it was going to be Master Chief as well, but I have yeah. never felt like a more badass than playing Doom guy ever. Yes, I don't think really? I've ever like, felt you're, more badass. You're badass in it. It's so. the it's the combination. I think of that you're killing demons. It's fast. It's bloody, and then the music is so. Oh my heavy. gosh, the music is some of the best yes. music ever. It is well. Yeah, you have the visceral stuff, like chopping into people, like ripping out Master the eyeball Chief. and shoving it in the mouth and everything. Yeah, like Master Chief has got the energy sword, and that's cool and all, but it's just like. Done in and out, and you're done. You don't see a torso like, Doom guy fly is like or anything. Song the guy, and Doom, right. Doom guy also yeah. has well. the the crucible sword to sort of compete with the energy sword. That is true, yeah. and even that's like more visceral and more enjoyable that way. And just that demons. is true. Right. Just demons, wow. man. Demons, demon. I love I love sci-fi. They're both sci-fi, but one is sci-fi demons horror. Do you remember the the movie Event Horizon? Yeah, not very well, but I remember it a little. It was like sci-fi horror. Well, the first sci-fi horror combo, like demons in sci-fi. Like the idea is the ship disappears, then it reappears like 30 years later and it has distress signal. So this other ship goes to check on them. What's happened is that ship got sucked into like another dimension of like demons and came back. But it, it wasn't like, you know, like evil, the Satan's out to get me. It was like, no, aliens are real, but they're actually demons. Huh. And that's kind I'm of like Doom Guy either. because they come. I don't. I actually don't know the lore. Are the demons from Mars or do they just op- they opened a portal on Mars? I think they opened a portal on okay. Mars. I think they, yeah, I think they just opened the portal. Okay, a portal also, to hell on Mars. We haven't mentioned like The Rock. Oh, The, the Rock like, movie. <laughs> the Rock like, movie Doom. That that one. He he is he is awesome. Like anything the rock touches, he plays has got a bit of gold. He plays Sarge and says Sumper Fi motherfucker. That's <laughs> and also one of your one of your uh your colleagues who's in a wheelchair turns into Pinky, the monster, in a wheelchair <laughs> and tries to come <laughs> after you. However, they did try to do a first person shooter style shot for like three minutes long, and I give them credit for trying, and I do own that movie. So that's okay. I'm, say, I'm saying we don't have a, you know, giant blockbuster Master Chief. Yeah, because so. Peter Jackson fell through. That would have been one of the most amazing movies ever. Yeah, but it's not. Okay, so what are your votes? We all vote do we all vote Doom Guy? Yeah. I'll, Doom I'll guy. vote Man. Yeah. Wow. I am I surprised crazy. I'm surprised because I thought it was gonna be Master Chief, but Man, I, it's hard to argue it. Do, it's, 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 I think there's also recency bias. Doom Eternal just came out. It was badass. Maybe if, yeah, that's, maybe that's if Halo Infinite was out already and we were playing it, it might be different. 
if Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal had never come out, Master Chief would have yes. won. Master Chief would have won for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, so that's my list wow. for our first super fight. That was fun, guys. That was fun. That, that was, was actually really fun. fun. I think it's a good yeah. idea. <laughs> so I think this is, uh, we'll have to do this again. Yeah, that being said, we're going to do this again. And obviously, Cade, uh, we didn't even touch base on this. Cade is a huge RPG nerd, and he is uh, very well, he's very well knowledgeable in all of the JRPG stuff, especially the classic stuff from PlayStation. If you get him on Suicoden, he's just going to go for three, four hours and just on his own. Just leave him alone. Uh, but yeah, and so we're going to definitely try and have him back on for sure. Uh, besides that, Cade Gaming Memories podcast. It's awesome. Take a listen to that, too. We're going to put a link on uh, for it in our description for this podcast episode. Besides that, Cade, you also want to plug your music? Please, uh, please, like... Yeah, me and Josh are He's huge fans of his awesome. music. Like seriously, you can find the best place to find the music right now is on Bandcamp. You can just Google R O B O C L I P Roboclip. That's the musician name. Uh, Bandcamp usually is the first thing that comes up. There's some shit on YouTube. There's a little bit on Spotify, but because a lot of my music uh, was done back in the day, I sent, I have a lot of video game remixes which I can't officially quote officially release. Um, I have a whole... My favorite thing I've made is actually a Chrono Trigger remix album. I think that's probably my favorite thing. I spent hours on the cover artwork. If you're a JRPG nerd and a Chrono Trigger fan, if you look at the cover artwork of that, there's hundreds of Easter eggs in that cover artwork. I spent forever uh, trying to fit in as many references into that cover artwork as possible. Uh, same thing with the, the songs. The songs have like samples from all the games. Some are obvious. Some are more uh, not so obvious. But that would be, if you're into gaming, I would say check out that. It's on Bandcamp, Chrono Trigger Remix album. Um, and then game, you can just RoboClip on Instagram, YouTube, whatever. And then Gaming Memories Pod or Gaming Memories Podcast. I would say you could just search that, but like for some reason, YouTube does not like my channel. It's really hard to find. You'd have to just YouTube's finicky that it's way weird. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, we'll try and make sure we also uh, tag all of your all of your sources and stuff too. Yeah, because it's been a hell of a good time, man. I appreciate that you yes. came on and everything. Thank you. It's been super fun. We're gonna have to do it again. Yeah, so I'm that, almost uh, I'm almost tempted to steal this idea. I won't. We'll just have you. I'll have you on my podcast doing the idea, so you guys get credit because I thought it was really fun. Dude, we'll totally do a super yeah. fight on your podcast. We'll just keep on we, doing we, this. We do need to do another podcast because I, I want to talk fi Final Fantasy with you. Oh, my point, gosh. So. All three of us. Like, yeah. We need yeah. to do an RPG episode, too. That's, That's what, on our yeah. list. So yes. I, I think what we're going to do is I found two other guys. It would be hard because it'll be like five people, but I think that'll be good. It's total might be a long maybe we have to break it up but i have two other people that i've had on the podcast that are rpg nuts and i wanted basically my idea for a jrpg podcast was an unofficial version of what you guys just did i wanted to go through all the jrpgs probably stopping at like ps2 and just argue about them essentially debate that's cool um but maybe, maybe awesome. we could organize it a little bit more like a head-to-head -head like this but have a bunch of jrpg nerds on and just talk about jrpgs specifically Dude, we're totally That's down. Awesome. We're totally game. Absolutely. So uh, that concludes our podcast. So um, obviously, like, subscribe, all that stuff you hear on our end stinger. Uh, by this time, Josh, we should have given away that game, right? We're going to have to do another giveaway. Yeah, it should. Which, it by should the way, there's done. like three people who have entered. So whoever got that 33% chance win, congratulations. <laughs> but yeah, Yay. so uh, this has been fun. Kate, thanks again. And yeah, uh, we will uh, talk to you guys next time. Adios. Boy. Geek Reloading Podcast with Adam and Josh. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Have a question? 
email us at geekreloading at gmail.com. Theme song titled Rocket by Kevin McLeod. You can rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on your preferred podcast service. 